This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Before we start the show, I have a gift for you, my top five productivity tips for solopreneurs. To get them, go to top5productivitytips.com. That's the number five, top5productivitytips.com. And it's possible that I over-delivered, and you'll have to find out for yourself. Just go to top5productivitytips.com. So I'm curious to know your thoughts around setting specific times in your day for checking emails and things like that. How many people feel an endless pull to check their email? Oh my gosh, look at all the hands that just went up. Oh, email, email. We love you, we hate you. Here's the thing. I don't know you, I don't know anyone else in the room, I don't know your habits, but I am a big proponent that you need to spend less time in email than you are now. And what I encourage you to do, before I say that, let me ask you this question. How many people here, be honest, leave their email up all day long? Do you leave your email up all day long? Please stop doing that. How many people remember the game Whack-A-Mole? Oh, yeah, we remember Whack-A-Mole. Whack-A-Mole, if you're not familiar with Whack-A-Mole, it's an old carnival game. There would be a big board ahead of you, and you'd be given this mallet. When the game started, you would whack a mole. And the further the game went on, you started whacking more moles. They'd pop up and go down, and you would look like a lunatic. That's your email program. Because when you're on in your email program to check one email from Christy, and all of a sudden seven, they have seven babies. You all know what I'm talking about. That's why one of the things I tell my clients, please send me an iMessage or a WhatsApp or an Instagram message or a Snapchat because I can check just that message and not look at my email. Now, I have a very unique email address, by the way, so I don't get a lot of spam. But I have to ask myself this every day. Every time I'm doing anything, is what I'm working on needle moving? Is it moving me toward my goals? And you know the email is necessary, but it can also be a big black hole. And so what I want you to do, if you have your email program up all the day, all day long, what I want you to do, I'm probably really messing with the camera, guys. I really apologize for that. What I want you to do is I want you to start taking fast throughout your day. So let's say you get in the office at 8 o'clock, you check your email, you process everything, you're done with your email. I literally, or as they say in England, literally, want you to shut your email program down. Start with 15 minutes. I mean, I don't think anyone's working for the Pentagon here or the CIA. Try for 15 minutes. If the world doesn't end, the world doesn't, you know, we all don't melt into zombies or whatever the case may be, then try it for 30 minutes. See how long you can stay out of your email. Because the problem is people have notifications on, they're working on a project, they're dealing with a client, and they get a pop-up, an email. Same with Slack. Slack's a big, another problem, or inter-office email. Inter-office IMs. These are a distraction because what happens is, when that message pops up, 
your eye sees it, right? Right away, like, ooh, ooh, that's really important. It's the President of the United States email me. And you stop. Even if you say, I'll get to that later, your brain is already thinking about it. As soon as your brain hears or sees a notification, regardless of whether you acknowledge it or not, your subconscious mind has already seen it and is already going, what is that? What do they want? Why are they texting me? Why are they emailing me? And when you shut your program down, what happens is all that goes away. I would love for you, if I had my Christmas wish, I would love for you to check your email when you first get into work, right before or right after lunch, and maybe 15 minutes before you're done with work. And try it and see how it works. And what I have to talk about here is about expectations. What are the expectations are you setting for your clients? This is so big. Don't miss this, please. Setting expectations is huge. What I mean by that, you get a new client. This is where it has to start. You get a brand new client and you tell them, when you reach out to me, expect a reply in X to X days or X to X hours. Set that expectation in the beginning so they know that you said, as a new client, if they email you, you will not get back to them for 24 to 48 hours or whatever numbers you pick. Don't get caught up on the numbers. Don't make it like 30 to 40 minutes, okay? Most people, if you set the expectations correctly in the beginning, are going to respect that because you've trained them. If you don't set the expectation, whose expectations do you think they're going by? Their own. Mm -hmm. Their own. And do you know what their expectations are? Instant service. Instant service, but the true answer is I don't know. You don't know. So set the expectations. For your current clients, you're going to have to get bold. And you're going to have to say, hey, listen, I want to see this guy on productivity. And I've decided, you can blame me. I don't care. I've got big shoulders. And I am setting a new expectation. When you email me, expect a reply in 24 to 40 hours. If it's urgent, you can text me but only if it's urgent. And then don't forget to address the weekends and say, hey, if you email me on Friday, you have to allow 96 hours because I'm not going to answer on the weekends. Now, once you set this expectation, it's really important you don't violate it. Because if you set the expectation 24 hours and then you reply in 30 minutes, what do you think is going to happen? They're going to expect they're going to expect that going forward. You said 24, but you did 30 minutes. They're like, hey, cool. So the expectation gets reset in their house, in their head. I really encourage you to think about this. Because what happens is, especially if you don't have a lot of clients, you're like, oh, I, I, I have nothing else on my calendar. But eventually, you're going to have a lot of people on your calendar. You're going to have a lot of clients. And yeah, you're going to get some clients who are going to abuse the text messaging they're going to act like the house is burning down, and this is where you got to say, look at. 
I'm working with other clients right now. I will get back to you tomorrow. Will you lose a client? Maybe. But we're talking about your sense of well-being. Most people want to help everyone, say yes to everyone, and then they get tied up in knots. So again, try to leave your email program closed as long as you can. Start small. If you've never done it, if you're used to leaving up all the time, leave 15 minutes, 20 minutes. If you're used to leaving your inner office communication up, try shutting it down 15, 20 minutes. Because I know from Christy that just because you put it on away doesn't mean people are going to respect that. But if you shut it down, then you can't get the notifications. Or do offline. Or go offline, Christy says. So this is about you and your productivity. And before we go, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast. I know that there is an endless stream of options for you in this day and age, but you took the time to listen to the episode, and I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Don't forget to head on over to top5productivitytips.com and get my gift to you, my top five productivity tips. Remember, it's the number five in top5productivitytips.com. They will serve you well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We'll see you again real soon.